another shitty podcast. Aloha. We're on island time now. He bust his sticky shred so bad. <laughs> Who's that from? The movie. The, from the movie? Yeah. See you at the Lua. <laughs> is this bad? You got any pointers? About pipe? Yeah, you're not ready for it. I'm ready. Oh, yeah? Okay, brah. The reef starts just about here, and it stretches all the way down to there. Reef? There's a reef? That's right. So when the wave breaks here, don't be there, or you're gonna get drilled. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by North Shore, the movie, in a world where it's 1987, and Rick Kane is the big fish in the small pond of Arizona's wave pool. He's going to Hawaii to surf the big waves of the North Shore. Along the way, he learns about culture and how much he sucks at surfing, makes some friends, bangs a local Hawaiian chick, gets in a fight, then gets in an argument with Laird Hamilton's character, finds out he's a soul surfer, and an artist, and then moves home to Arizona, like it never happened. North Shore the movie, coming to theaters, maybe it wasn't even in theaters, in 1987. Bruh. This week's episode is also sponsored by Candy Corn Still Sucks. If you like candy corn, you suck too. What the fuck? So fuck your bubble fucking week, you fucking little bitch ass bitch. You got me. You got me. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Trent. What's up? <laughs> All right, I guess you technically you were posing a question to me, so maybe I'll yeah, go yeah, first. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Nick. What is? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This past week. I went to Joshua Tree with the guest of this episode, Neil Norman, LaRoya. He went bad shredder, yeah? He busted sticky shred so bad. The guest of this episode, Neil Norman, LaRoya, and I went to Joshua Tree to camp and do a photo shoot. Sorry, dude. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a really, really good time. Joshua Tree is beautiful, for all those who don't know. How cold are you, Nick? Freezing cold, but not during the day. During the day, it was a nice, about 80 degrees. But at night, we set up a tent that is a hand-me-down from my father, circa 1970-something, I think. Holy shit. It's the the tent that, when you think of a stereotypical orange triangle tent, that's that's what it is. But the temperature dropped to, yep. Neil and I... We're in the tent, and as the temperature dropped to 35 degrees, and we froze our fucking asses off. Yeah. I think that we both slept maybe like four hours. That's brutal. Neil was wearing a sweatshirt and two Carhartt jackets and a sleeping bag and a blanket, and I had onesie Carhartts and onesie sweatshirt, another sweatshirt, not onesie sweatshirt, Carhartt sweatshirt, another sweatshirt, and blankets. 
it was just not enough. Yeah. It was pretty bad. But we had a really cool shoot. I think we were supposed to, we were going to go out there and have fun and get like uh, experimental with different looks and all this shit. But on our way in, we stopped at Trader Joe's and bought some Jack Daniels. And it really just ended up being a commercial shoot for Jack Daniels. Yeah. Because we just slammed that whole bottle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> in a matter of hours. It was really cool. Neil actually... Wait, just you and Neil? Just me and Neil. Oh, Lord. Shout out to Neil for diagnosing me with a severely sprained ankle. Because I didn't know I had one until... Oh, is it bruised still? I haven't seen it. It's still a little bit bruised. You can see a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but it was... We were sh- I was barefoot when we were shooting and climbing on rocks and stuff. And he goes, hey, dude, what's? why is your ankle all blue? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked down and it was fucking really blue and purple. And I was like, I don't know. It feels fine. Oh, Nick My- Grace doesn't know <laughs> something's wrong with his body. He just pushes through and it doesn't doesn't let it heal. It'll take care of itself. But, <laughs> but my ankle felt fine. I was just like, no, but the outside of my calf, I took a couple of knees to it because it bruised up and it's just been, that's been really painful because I wake up in the middle of the night because my foot's all swollen and everything. And he goes, hey man, I mean, I wasn't there when you injured yourself, but I know what a sprained ankle looks like and I think you just sprained your ankle really bad. And I had been playing basketball and working out on it since that happened, so I wasn't letting it heal. So the last week I kind of took it easy. So shout out to Neil for being a doctor. I'm a fucking medical doctor. What do you do for a sprained ankle? Do you wrap it? Maybe. You've had sprained ankles before. I've had, I broke my ankle. You never had a sprained ankle. No. You played basketball and you never had a sprained ankle. Can't break me off, son. Oh my god. That's why I'm so good. Oh my god. I'm so good. Also, if I'm playing ankle. against someone that's wicked fucking fast and has the potential to break my ankles, fine. Go by me. <laughs> Not, not worth it. A sprained ankle hurts, man. Yeah. Anyway. Also went to a Midland concert. What'd you do? Oh, yeah. Happy about... The intro? Fr- freaking you out. Yeah, your face, <laughs> you were like beside yourself. It's a highlight of it your kinda, It kind of came out of nowhere. I was just like, I'm just going to do this right now. It's good. Surprise myself. Improv. Jokes in, jokes in, jokes in, jokes. Yeah, we went to a Midland show. And uh, they played at this old honky-tonk bar that they haven't... I don't think they've had music there for a while. Since around, the 80s. Around 30 years or something. And it's called the Palomino. It's this old, famous honky-tonk bar. Or I guess they just call it a honky-tonk. Not yeah, a honky-tonk. honky-tonk. Yeah. Well, that's the same. Honky-tonk. Patsy Cline... Had been there, the Burrito Brothers, the Willie Nelson. Waylon Jennings was my favorite piece of little... Cool. Waylon was there. Fact, awaits. And it was just like a fun little time, like a little time capsule. We went because uh, my lady re- or manages them, or they're part of their management group. And dude, what an awesome show. Uh, we've seen a lot of good shows lately. Country shows. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. It was an open bar. Yeah. Open bar. The bartenders were very... Pissing us off. Very, like, Hollywood, (laughs) L.A.-type girls. And, like, anyone and everyone that came up there was just, like... That one chick had no filter or anything, or no reservations. She just served you a drink. What do you do? How do you know the band? 
And I loved right away just being like, I don't. I'm just I'm just arm candy tonight. Right. And this guy's just with me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that I Shut didn't have down. to bullshit. Well, we decided that we were just going to do that <clears throat> forever. Even yeah. if, like, let's say we're promoting a movie that yeah. we star in. If someone's just like, oh, my gosh, Trent Bruce. That's not me. No, that's not me. Yeah. It's my brother. It's my twin brother. <laughs> it's just... It's just so off-putting. I mean, this is one of the the things that I don't like about this city. I like a lot of things about it. But this is definitely one that I'm like, man, this shit doesn't happen back home. And then it's solely because of the entertainment industry. Right. No, but Trent, I just gave you this Heineken. Why aren't you going to give me a job and make me successful? Yeah, I I have no job for you, lady. It, it was weird, man. It's it's back home. People are like, "How you doing?" And there's other pity, like not not pity, but like other little chit chat. You know, oh, how the kids, how's the weather? Oh, the ball team that's in your hometown or whatever. And like out here, it's just like, "Where are you from? What do you do? How can I benefit from that?" Right. And it's it's really off putting. Um, I really really don't like it. You know what else is off putting? How trashed we got. Bear me, baby. You're 40 beers back, bitch. Just sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> At the concert. Yeah, I gotta rein that in a little bit. It's uh, the last two country concerts we've gone to. We've probably been the drunkest people at both of the concerts. Oh, man. You put it out like that. Yeah, probably. I just got. The thing is, it's like. <laughs> my girlfriend was like, How did you get that drunk? And I was like, I don't know. I was excited. Ask the alcoholist. And we're doing it. There's an open bar. The other one, we were just excited because we really liked the artist. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm just excited and I was with you and I've gotten back into this whole country scene, you know? I don't know. Open bar, that's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a a wedding. (laughs) An open bar is is open for a reason. Right. (laughs) I don't even drink Tito's, but I did that night. Yeah. <laughs> but the show was great. Sure was. Probably probably could have had two less drinks. Or just stuck to Dos Equis. Yeah, two or a few. But no, man, uh, that happened. I went camping. Our company had a camping retreat. That was fun. It was out near Malibu at Point Magoo. Magoo! Dude, we had a essentially like a private area uh, just for us. And it was awesome. Had a little covered uh, picnic area so we could eat and keep all our food there. And then a big fire pit, big grill. Grill f***ing meat. And then like our tents were all a separate area. And so if people wanted to stay up and chat and drink or whatever they could and the other people went to bed. And then the beach was like a five minute walk away. You could see it from our campground. I don't know if I showed you photos. Mm-hmm. So pretty. I want to do that again. I want to I get better camping gear is what I want to do. Because it's like, I've <clears throat> done this trip a couple times now. Well, I posed this to you last I mean, time you were talking about this. and I'm going to get a fucking air mattress, dude. I don't give a shit. You should probably just do that. Yeah. I don't think you need a tent. I don't think you need any of that other shit. Because yeah. you go once a year or two, twice a year. Yeah. I just need like a twin air mattress. Yeah. You can borrow Don't everybody deal. else's camping shit. But really, it's it, it's really difficult to sleep on the ground. <laughs> Not if you're me. tired enough. Uh, sure. Or I think that's probably why some, yeah. some people drink a lot. It was like, oh, I gotta go yeah. to sleep. Bring bring yourself some Jack Daniels and 
make Shoot yourself a commercial. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> so my, what's what, whenever I used to have problems sleeping in college, I at one point I called my dad and I was like, Dad, I can't fall asleep, and he just said, You're not working hard enough. And it's right. I love you'll your dad asleep. is. Like, you'll get tired if your dad's you're the tired. most dad. He's pretty dad. Speaking He's of that, pretty dad. <laughs> I love it. My my mom and my dad are coming out here in December. Oh, that's right. Uh, for your birthday, yeah? Yeah, for my birthday they're coming out. And I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I'm going to Texas for Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So I got some traveling coming up. Didn't I'm know stoked. that. Good to know. Damn, you're traveling for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm yeah, jealous. Pretty excited. Well, you won't be here then for Thanksgiving. Correct. I'm probably going to do... Probably fine. Because... Thanksgiving with the ladies' family this year. Oh! Which is going to be like the big meet her whole extended family and her grandpa and all this stuff. Are they going to have sushi on the table? No, she told me... I mean, I mean, there might be some... For all the listeners she told out me, there who don't know... She told know. me that there's going to be a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, which that's my favorite food of all time. Okay. For all those who don't know, Trent's significant other is super into sushi, and Trent is super I'm, not I'm, into I'm, sushi. I'm working on it. I'm a very... In like, what way are you working on it? Just mentally? Mentally. <laughs> <laughs> I've told her I want to go... I'm just a white belt when it comes to sushi. Like, I'm like... Basic white dude, basic bitch sushi. Give me a tuna roll. Give me California rolls, not even anything. Salmon, I'll do that. The very, 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 very basic. And she's like, she's like black belt. She has described some of the rolls to me, though, and they sound kind of gross. Sound gnarly. Especially the sound effects she uses to oh, talk about them. She likes to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to look up something here for you. As Gina Rodriguez would say, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebs. <laughs> the heebie-jeebies. Your uh, your mom's coming out, isn't she? My mother is coming out. She'll be here for my comedy show on the 28th, and she'll be a guest on this show next episode. I'm really excited. Maybe. No, we should. Yeah, we should. You have to come. You have to come to us that day. All right. Uh, but, yeah, man, I think that would be a hoot. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited. I like, I like all of our guests, but that's, that's definitely going to be the most special guest so far. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, she's a talker. I don't, I don't think she'll have a problem. Good. We should ask her a bunch of questions like, about me as a kid. Or I want to ask her about the whole razor blades and candy scare. What I, that was like as an adult. Uh, yeah, I've got... Yeah, it's kind of weird. Was she freaking out? Can we explain out? that? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> we were talking about... Back in the 90s when Trent and I were younger. Yeah. The rumor going around America. Is that there was like shit, like poison or dangerous things in kids' candies during Halloween. Right. Bad people were trying to kill us that via candy. Happened. I don't know. Maybe I need to look that up. Uh, this is kind of a wild card curveball for you. Hmm. Maybe I should save this. I'll save it for the basketball round. We'll do that. I got some basketball stuff Can't for do you. That. Anything else? Mom's coming. Comedy show's happening. Hervey Ween is happening. What? What? This probably won't be out by then, but that's okay. By Hervey Ween? That's okay. Mm, My annual Halloween not. shit show house party, which is so fun. Dude, I we don't do. We used to throw a few parties every year, and now this is pretty much the only one we do. 
which is totally fine with me. Cause it's a lot of cleaning, a lot of prep, and then a lot of cleaning afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's like double cleaning. You know, we're just all like, it's just a lot of work, man. You gotta fight for your right to But it is fun, man. That's that's probably my favorite type of party situation. Like bars, clubs, all that. House party. House party rules. Because you get your own music, get your own shit, and you can like actually like hang out. I'm excited because this is the first time I'm going to show up before midnight. Oh, wow. Yeah, last year you were hella late. Yeah. I used to work Saturdays and I don't anymore. Hell yeah. That's, a, that's what's with my week. <laughs> Had a stroke. We're going to send over to Nick Grace with this week in basketball. Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled. This week in shooty hoops, Zion Williamson is injured for about eight weeks, they say. Jesus. This happens every year lately with all of the top rookies coming in. Hopefully he'll be okay because I really would like to see how good he does in the NBA. The NBA season itself has officially started. So it's been pretty exciting. Lakers-Clippers was a massive game. It was a fucking massive game to kick off the, the start of the year. And it was cool. There's a there's a lot that happened in the game. The Clippers won. There's a lot that happened in the game. In around the game and in around the game. But in the game, Clippers won by ten. In the game, there's not much you can take away from it, to be honest. PG wasn't playing for the Clippers, Kuz wasn't playing for the Lakers. And it's not that Kuz is on the level of PG because he's not, but having both of them back would that changes the whole game. Yeah. I was pretty excited to see the defense of the Clippers was was handling yeah. them, was handling the Lakers, and especially the inside game for the Lakers, pretty well, especially because they're outsized. Mm. I was also pretty excited to see... Did you watch it live? No, I just watched Clips. the highlights. Yeah. But I was excited to see the, the Lakers open up by just putting Braun in the post because Patrick Beverly's one of the best guard defenders in the league. They put him on LeBron to start, so the Lakers just came out and they were like, fuck it, let's put him in the post, and they did that a few times. Oh, cool. But it was great to see Kawhi ball out. It was, that dude is so efficient. I don't know if we've had like a, we've had, we've had guards that are more efficient, literally by the stat, Mm. efficiency, player efficiency, but he's so fundamentally sound Mm. and consistent and efficient that it's just, it's, he gets, Quiet buckets. Yeah. He ends the game with 30 points, and you don't even notice. Yeah. Shooting 10 for 18, and had a dunk here and there, but a lot of it's like fadeaways and just, just really sound plays. So that was pretty cool. He's won two NBA championships. Yeah, he's and won two he's, MVP finals, right? Right. Although the first one, it was largely defensive-related, and he's fantastic at defense. I mean, that's great, though. But now he's got this offensive game that's insane. <laughs> Last night, over on the East Coast, um, Kyrie Irving dropped 50 points in his debut for the Nets. God damn. Did they win? Yes. Okay. I think. I don't really fucking know. Oh, keep talking. But he dropped 50 that. points in his debut Sands Kevin Durant because Kevin probably will be out for most of the year, if not the whole year. But that was kind of cool too because the kid's from the area and he's he. 
it's nice to see him and Kawhi kind of go back to their neighborhoods and the enjoyment that they clearly both get out of just being there and being home. That is cool. So that's one good thing about this day and age in the NBA where, yes, players are real finicky and just kind of they control their destiny, which is like, I mean, that... Brooklyn lost by a point in overtime. There we go. So they lost. 127 to 126. That's a pretty standard Kyrie thing, too. (laughs) But it's cool to see people happy doing, doing their jobs. Sure. I agree. And that... Other side of the coin. Go ahead. Other side of the coin. Do you think, because everyone's chummy with each other in the league, or most people are, does that... Is that uh, is that bad for the game, or is it good for the game? Depends. I mean, Jordan was friends with a lot of players, but not on the court at all. So oh, I yeah. guess it really depends. I'm saying I don't. I feel like there isn't a lot of that anymore. Or am I just tripping? A lot of what? People being not friends on the court, like uber competitive. Yeah, I mean they're competitive. No. Don't get me wrong. No, I think that still exists because you still see people like Rajon Rondo point poking. Um, What's his face in the, in, the, in the eye? Sure. Chris Paul. Or and Iggy and all Patrick okay. Beverly undercutting Russell Will- Russell Westbrook multiple times. Okay, and all right. So it, it happens. Draymond Green, there's there's right. examples of I stand, it. I stand corrected. So I have something for you, Nicholas. What's up? This past uh, trivia night, I did a NBA round, and I'm going to throw a couple questions your way. Cool. Let's do it. Which player has the most three-pointers of all time? Of all time? Ray Allen. Correct. Which NBA team has the longest win streak in history? Win streak? Yeah, in a single season. That might be the Pistons, because I think they won like 30 in a row at one point when I was a kid. It would be either them or the Bulls. Uh, What I have is the L.A. Lakers in 71-72 with 33 games. Hey, can't win them all. What's the next one? Uh, This should be an easy one. Shortest player in NBA history. Muggsy Bogues. 5-3. Yep. Oh, this is one, and this is a cakewalk for you. 2004, there was a huge brawl between two teams that ended up going into the crowd. What is the name of the arena that this occurred in? The Palace of Auburn Hills. Yes. The Malice in the Palace. Yes. And here's a fun one, just for the hell of it. What number did Michael Jordan wear when he returned to the NBA after playing baseball? 45. Five. And why is that, Nicholas? Because that was... Oh, we, we I discovered this when we were doing the MJ episode. Yeah. 45 was his brother's number, I think, in baseball, but also he didn't want to wear 23 because that was the last number that his dad saw him play basketball in. What do you say we get out of this basketball segment so this fucking vacuum can stop making noise? And then we'll get it over to Trent for this week in wrestling. Uh, So this week in wrestling, lots of going on. Uh, So SmackDown is, I think we've talked about this earlier, SmackDown is now live Friday night, primetime on Fox. It's the uh, first time that wrestling's ever been primetime on network TV, which is a huge deal. Uh, yeah, we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. So that's been interesting. Uh, it's been kind of re- retraining my brain to like, oh, it's not on Tuesday. 
But now WWE also has a product NXT that's on Wednesday nights. So that kind of how many nights of a week is there wrestling on TV? So for WWE product, there's Monday Night Raw, there's Wednesday Night NXT, that's now live on USA, and there's Friday Night SmackDown. So that's three, two, and two. That's seven hours on a Sunday. On a and then there's a monthly pay per view. So that'd be three to four hours. So on a minimum, just for WWE, of live wrestling, there is seven hours a week, uh, <laughs> plus a pay-per-view. And that's not even talking about any of the online content they do, any other original content they release on their network, documentary stuff, or little extra stuff that they do, like post-game, pre-game stuff as well. That's probably an hour on each side of SmackDown, it's crazy, man. It's a lot. Yeah. And then there's, and then, yeah. <laughs> Nick's giving me that eye of like, dude, you have a problem. Um, I don't watch all of this live. I have a, yeah. I keep up with it and I try to watch as live as much as I can, but I've got a life and a job. So Instagram keeps me up and YouTube. Uh, and then there's All Elite Wrestling now on Wednesday nights, too. That's, a, that's a new, the new league I've been talking about. But then if you want to get real nerdy, there's also Ring of Honor. Which is a TV program. Yeah, but that was on like standard access or whatever. It's still a thing though. Yeah. And then there's, is Impact still a thing? I think it is. Yeah, Impact's still a thing. And then uh, there's New Japan Pro Wrestling too. So you could watch. That's not America. You could watch a lot. All right, so what's going on this week in wrestling? Um, So the big story... Uh, coming up on Halloween, the 31st. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. Is WWE is infamously doing another event in Saudi Arabia. It's this year's Crown Jewel. That's the name of the event. Uh, and this is where they, you know, whoever's in charge of that gives WWE a shit ton of money. And I believe women still cannot compete. Because of their culture and social man-made laws they have over there, but they have the big the big card is Hulk Hogan is a team captain. He's not wrestling; he's mm. like a captain. Mm. And Ric Flair is a team captain, mm. and so they're having a five-on-five battle. Are they drafting? Yeah, they've like all picked. Their, they picked their members already now. Who got first pick? Oh shit! Did they wrestle for first pick? Hogan Hogan had the first one because Seth Rollins came out. Okay. Yeah. And then Hogan's getting all the baby faces, all the good guys. Flair's getting all the heels, the bad guys. All right. I'll watch clips of it. I'm not going to... I've been bamboozled. Well, I'm off on Thursday. It'll probably be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's literally the epitome of every wrestle, wrestling fan ever. Shit on the product, shit on the product, shit on the product. I'm going to watch it live. It's still, like... It's terrible, man. It's like... No matter, whatever. My point being about Crown Jewel, there's also two other big fights. Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez from UFC. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh-huh. The non-wrestlers wrestling. Uh-huh. And then Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Uh, update for you on this intel, on what's happening, is there? it was reported or rumored that Tyson Fury is making $15 million off of this one fight. Holy shit. I don't know if that's confirmed or denied. 
that's what the rumors are saying. Well, no wonder he's wrestling. <laughs> if that's true, that's crazy money. Do you happen to know what a standard amount would be? I mean, the top talent in WWE make anywhere from two to three, maybe five million a year. Just with their contract. That right. doesn't include merch sales. It's not like that's chump change either. Well, that doesn't include merch sales, so yeah. they're probably making a lot more. Yeah. But like Lesnar or Cena, like the big guys, they're making that a year. This guy's making it in one fight. So there must be some other deal there or some... I mean, the folks in Saudi Arabia must have the money. So it's just weird. It's this weird thing right now, you know? Yeah. That keeps coming up. It's like... The fans are kind of like, uh, politically, you probably shouldn't be involved there. WWE's a business. They're getting a shit ton of money. Money talks. NBA's dealing with that kind of shit with China. Tell me, uh, can you discuss that just for a bit? I know it's bleeding in the segments, but... or you could talk We're going about back that. over to the basketball desk. With, with Nick Grace. <laughs> Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. Freaking niggas every way like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day. So also this week in basketball, China um, is, well, I think it's Taiwan, right? Or is it Hong Kong? It's Hong Kong. You tell me. Anyway, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Too American. Ah! But people are protesting over there because of the horrible civil rights, or like the horrible just living. It's, It's awful to live there. Yeah. So people are protesting it, but meanwhile, the NBA has exhibitions that were going on over there. Sure, yeah, yeah. Preseason stuff. And while there were players over there and teams over there, the GM for the Rockets tweeted out something like it was very it was against the government of China and it was very pro the citizens, which I think that most people would uh, would be along that same mm. standpoint where it's like, yeah, you guys treat your citizens like shit. Yeah. However, he tweeted that out while there were players in China. So China was just like, all right, cool. Y'all ain't going anywhere. And they sort of like did some sort of, not really like a hostage thing, but they basically made it so everybody was stuck there for a second until there was massive apologies. Damn. And Adam Silver was like, we don't stand by what he said and all this stuff. And it was a big old firestorm. And then, of course, everybody's like, what does LeBron James think of it? LeBron James. So then yeah. LeBron has to give answers, and everyone gets mad at his answers. And, like, why does he have to give a fucking yeah. answer? He was, he's a player. Yeah. He didn't tweet anything out. He doesn't even play for the team of the guy who it, tweeted it out. People freaked out about LeBron's answer, right? Yeah. He said something what? I forget. We were just fucking talking about ESPN yeah. today when we were just saying that it's all a whole bunch of just what's going to get people to click on it. Yeah, it's Is this tabloids. actually news? It's tabloids and shit. So let's send it back over to Trent for some more wrestling. That's pretty much it over here at the wrestling desk. Uh, I will, as a wrestling fan, to wrap this up, we'll continue to criticize shit on the product and then tune in and spend money and hundreds and thousands of dollars on the product. So Just to wrap it up. That's this week <laughs> in wrestling. Uh, we'll send it over to Nick for this week in hip-hop. Stretch my hands to you. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live the life right. This week in hip hop, I'm just appalled that one, the baby is as big as he is. 
You say the baby? Is that his fucking name? I don't know. Duh, baby. I don't know. Isn't that his fucking name? Who is that? Fucking rapper. Okay. Is it a new, yeah, new guy? Yeah. And he's <laughs> commanding. He's asking for. I think it's like. He put his number for a feature at like. $250,000 oh to God. be featured on something and he was a fucking nobody last year. I like I admire the hustle. Yeah, get your money, but also what the hell? Fucking stupid. That's all I got for this week in hip hop. <laughs> you so got depre- anything? So depressing. Uh I guess last night they did Kanye did a show at the Forum and I don't know how I didn't know about this, but he did uh have you met Charles at the brewery? Yeah. His daughter was singing in the choir. Oh, no way. And he's doing like a gospel thing. Is it like his Sunday service thing, but now at the forum? Well, it's a, it's an, it was like for this album he's releasing. Okay. Which I think that the rumor titled is Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the teaser on the gram. Yeah, and he, I didn't realize, I was like, I pretty much know what he's doing all the time. Had no idea he was at the forum, but Charles's daughter was singing in the choir. That's really neat. And apparently, uh, Treats his musician and his choir really well. Um, they get really nice food while they're uh, on on tour and working with him. Um, they fly him all over the country. Mm-hmm. Those same people, and they get paid really well. How long has she been doing the? I guess or how a, long? Will I it guess be? like a few weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what this album's about. If it's just a his old music chopped up to sound like gospel music. Dude, if they just did if <sighs> That's what these Sunday services are. Yeah, but like if they if they were to just if he were to drop an album that was like college dropout chopped and screwed. Oh, that'd be dope. Like it was like the guys from the, the Boss Hog Outlaws down in Texas, <laughs> if they chopped and screwed a Kanye album. That'd be dope. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh I think that's pretty much it. Cool. Also, Brandon Erickson sent me a photo of Juvenile drinking a vegan, or drinking a coffee with vegan whipped cream that I showed you. I thought it was hilarious. It was really funny. Just look up Juvenile on Instagram. It's pretty funny. And this week in country, to keep that train rolling, (laughs) Tanya Tucker's got an album out called While I'm Living that is fantastic. Gonna love you till the day my heart goes still. And it will make you cry. You sent me that, and I was like, wait, is this the same chick that's, like, from the 60s or 70s? Yeah, 70s, She's yeah. old yeah. as hell. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Good for her. But, yeah, good for her. She got an album. Shooter Jennings produced it, son of Waylon Jennings. Cool. It's it's pretty good. All of the songs, all the tracks are just one-takers. They're, they're not edited at all. It's just whatever the best take of this song was, they let it go. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking fantastic. While I got you on the on the airwaves, yeah, I did listen to all the episodes of Midlands podcast. Oh shit! And I really enjoyed it. I've only listened to the first one, and it's good. Yeah, the uh, one about Graham Parsons. Yeah, there's like five out now, I think, or four. I, I've listened to four. Maybe there's a fifth one out, but. And you like it? Yeah. Cool. It's pretty freaking cool. What's the name of the podcast again? Set straight with Set, Midland. Yeah. It's like old country mm-hmm. myths and rumors and uh, folk folklore, right? Yeah. Cool. The first episode, what we were talking about, it was about Graham Parsons and how he passed away from the Flying Burrito Brothers mm. and how he passed away and his tour manager slash friend had promised him 
to take him out to Joshua Tree and burn him mm-hmm. when he died. And it was the whole story about how he had to steal his buddy's body to bring him to Joshua Tree and burn him alive. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. <laughs> and true. So it's it's definitely worth a listen, especially for that one. That, that one was my that was the best. Nice. The other ones are good, but that one, that one was the best. They started out good. Do we want to talk about Carhartt while we're... Is hip-hop... This is now hip-hop country and fashion. Hey, sweets. Let me introduce you to my friend. Her name's Fashion. 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 She's always my plus one. Oh, yeah. This week and all of that. Real quick, just something that's come up. Uh, one of our brewers at work... So she was in line to get a coffee at Starbucks, and she's wearing her coveralls and their Carhartt, and like all these younger kids were like, "Yo, like your your outfit's so dope! Like, where'd you get it?" Blah blah blah. And she's like, kind of beside herself. She's like, "What are you talking about? Like, just tired, getting my morning coffee, heading to work. These are dirty overalls." They're like, no, but that's really sick. It's like this weird thing where Carhartt, as a brand. Uh, is now like a fashion statement yeah. or like streetwear almost. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess it is. It just is. So it's, it's pretty interesting how things ebb and flow. I remember I remember like camo was pretty hot there for a minute mm-hmm. a few years ago, which same with Carhartt. When I was growing up, we're, we're the same age, but like if you wore Carhartt, it was out of function, necessity and function. Yeah. Like this is just not what you freeze. wear. You probably live in a rural area and or a farm, mm-hmm. and this is durable and keeps you warm and protects you. Yeah, and it will last forever. Yeah. Shout out Carhartt for well-made products. Exactly. Sponsor us. But they, oh yeah, please. You would go to six to midnight. You'd be so happy. I, go, I would go from six to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, the reps at Carhartt got a hold of us and said, "Hey," I would love that. That'd be awesome. It'd be amazing. But they Carhartt does have a, a streetwear line now. If you go wild? on their website, I forget what it's actually called, but if you go on their website, they have their workwear line, which is fantastic. And that's the shit I buy. Yeah. And that's actually How much also is a shirt shit, like that? 17 bucks. That's not bad. Not at all. It's a fucking shirt for 17 bucks. It looks comfy, too. Yeah, it's really comfy. And people ask me where I get these shirts all the time. They're, they're you fantastic. Buy them online? Yeah. Yeah, but then they have their their fashion wear line where everything is considerably more expensive. Is it the same but shit? It's not the same shit. It's like a bunch of like art school people got a, got a hold of it <laughs> and uh, and made it better, made it more fashion. Sponsors Carhartt. What up, Carhartt? That's this weekend fashion. Country and hip hop. What a weird world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this interview of another shitty podcast where we're lucky enough to be joined by my friend Neil Norman LaRoya, who's all the way in from Hawaii. He's working, um, filming a wedding, actually. And he's back in LA. He's lived in LA before. He's a native Hawaiian. He's a big Clippers fan. That's not real. That's not true. 
You're not a native Hawaiian? <laughs> you weren't born and raised in Hawaii? I mean that... That's not correct. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make me a native Hawaiian. All even right. if I was born in Hawaii. All right. Okay. We can talk about it. We're yeah. going to get into that then. Yeah. Because this is... This is the white man's view so, of what a native Hawaiian <laughs> is. Um, big Clippers fan. Huge Clippers fan. Um... Welcome to the show, buddy, and welcome yeah. back to LA. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, it's good to be back in a huge state. You know, coming from a little island. So, which yeah. particular island are you on out there? I'm on the main island. It's called Oahu, and um, but the main city is Honolulu. Where, yeah, most people. We only have a million, a little over a million people in Hawaii, and nine hundred thousand of them live on Oahu. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. So the other islands. In terms of like, okay, so you've lived in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of like where you live now, landmass wise, like what would that cover? Would that be like the west side? Would that be like Glendale to Santa Monica, yeah. or what do you think? Uh, or is it kind of? I hard? would say just like downtown Los Angeles. Okay. And yeah, I don't. I, I can't remember how big. Yeah, yeah. This place is, but um, you can go from one side of the island to the other, which is only maybe 50 miles. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, there they go, 50 miles. If I remember right, isn't there the highway just is a circle or something? Uh, no, like the airport's like right in the southern and the more the, the central part of the island. And then we only have two, uh, three main highways. Mm. So H1, H2, H3. And there's That's always wild. crowds. Yeah. Aren't they always backed up? I see... They're backed up. Yeah, we have traffic in Hawaii. You know, people don't realize... Oh, when they come for the first time, they don't know that we yeah. have traffic. But it's pretty similar to LA traffic. Oh, okay. Actually. Damn. Yeah. Fantastic. Can't escape the traffic. No. <laughs> yeah, not even in paradise. So you were born and raised in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You lived here for two years. But before you were here, you were in San Francisco, right? Yep. Uh, I moved to San Francisco, um, and I lived there for four years. Went to school, but essentially what drove me out there was uh, a breakup. Oh, really? <laughs> ex-girlfriend, yeah. No way. Yeah, change the scenery. Change the scenery. Yeah. I was like, finally. Were uh, you planning on sticking around Hawaii then? Before, uh, before? No, I always thought about leaving the state, yeah. Um, and that was my chance, and it was like the greatest decision ever. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? What was it like going to school up there? Um, San Francisco is is a small city. You know, it's it's seven by it's seven square feet or seven square miles, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's not that big, but there's a lot of people there as well. It was it's really cool. Yeah, everyone. It's the city's very lively. I lived right in downtown. Uh, went to school in downtown um yeah our campus was all over so everyone just walks there you know and they they would say stuff like oh it's only like two miles we could just walk it you know yeah, no yeah. one drives <laughs> yeah everyone takes the that's kind of cool though yeah so it, living in los angeles like i'm gonna be kind of dope to be in a spot that's like yeah i'm just gonna walk everywhere <laughs> or take or take the train or whatever chance got a, a love affair with san francisco they're in the, they're, it's in the beginning stages, but he, he oh, loves I it. just went for the first time. I mean, we talked about it uh, on the last or a couple episodes. And, uh, yeah, I was only there for, like, maybe five hours on my way back to L.A. And had some bomb seafood. Uh, yeah. Went to that Dolores Park, like that big oh, hill. Okay. 
Like everyone's hanging out. Yeah, that's um, where all the hipsters go and hang out. It was dope. When the sun is out, everyone goes to the park. They take off their shirts. Yeah. Have some beers. <laughs> it was awesome. Everyone have dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that fucking dog ate his shit. Yeah. Uh, I, we bought a pastry, a lemon bar, and the fucking dog ate half of it and then vomited it in front of it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Oh, man. But besides that little pug that ate our, snuck up and ate our food, mm-hmm. uh, it was just beautiful. Uh, I've never seen architecture like that either. And it just seemed like the city was living and breathing and had a mind of its own. I guess yeah. I didn't realize how small it was. It's only seven. Seven, how would you say it? Square miles? Yeah. So I didn't realize seven. that. So that's like, what, 40, 49 miles? And I think the population's, <laughs> the city itself is less than a million in the city. The mm. met- yeah. Metropolis is probably more, but. Damn. Um, I got a question for you, given yeah, that you sure. have such a photography and video driven mind. Mm-hmm. How is it shooting there where it's mostly overcast? Like most of the time it's overcast. Yeah. Is it just perfect? Is that ideal for you? Yeah, it was always overcast, and that does take like every the lighting's very flat, and it's hard to get uh, shadows or yeah. But honestly, I never really sh- the way I shot before was very uh, front lit. Everything was kind of evenly lit, mm-hmm. and yeah, the lighting is different from there versus here and Hawaii because there's more sunshine Custom in both sun, places. Yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I lived under. I actually live close to Dolores Park on the southern part of it. Um, it's called in a neighborhood called uh, Sunset District. Okay. And the the cloud the fog was always there because it's close to the Pacific Ocean, uh-huh. <laughs> and that was kind of depressing actually living oh, there. Yeah, yeah, like going I, right from Hawaii. To yeah, there. coming from Hawaii and then like you don't expect you know you're living in California you like wearing um, jackets and all of that. Yeah, and that's good for the first year. But after that, it just gets depressing because <laughs> it feels like it's always cloudy. Yeah, you know. So that's why people go out into Dolores Park and take advantage of the sunlight. Oh, it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, San Fran rules. It's it's great. So like when you were growing up, did you know you wanted to get into photography in that in that world? Uh, no, I actually didn't know I was growing up. Uh, didn't know I wanted to do anything with photography growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, I. I think it was after I think it was my senior year in high school I kind of got into it and then when I got into I went to community college actually after um, high school and then that's when right there I kind of pursued that yeah out there in Hawaii um, yeah that's when I kind of just got into it like really went all in in on it so cool yeah what's your favorite kind of stuff to shoot right now I, I like studying like some of my favorite cinematographers um a lot of them are here in la actually um i like uh, like i like shooting more darker stuff now yeah um more shadowy stuff more low-key and and i learned a lot about negative fill (laughs) i don't know if you yeah it's like you know putting blacks all over like uh black we call black solids on on walls around that you won't be showing in the frame and from that yeah just kind of setting the tone that way yeah so mainly backlit stuff where um you're having the sun behind the subject and then having the camera on the darker side 
Yeah. Cool. Like shooting stuff like that. Yeah. And you've been getting into drones and stuff too. Yeah, drones. I've brought that thing everywhere. Um, Do you bring it here? I did bring it here. <laughs> I will be flying it in Palm Springs if, uh, yeah, I don't think, if, yeah, if everything goes well. I don't know. I haven't really flown it in California yet, but I've brought it to New Zealand, to Australia. Oh, dope. And I fly it all over Hawaii as long as it's not near an airport. But yeah, pretty confident with, with it now. So yeah. That's awesome. You yeah. and you and I and is E-Man coming too? You and I are going to Palm Springs on Sunday. Days, We're yeah. going camping. Camping. And, <laughs> and and shooting. Wait, really? Yeah, Neil Neil wants to experiment or what you wanna yeah. you wanna test some stuff out. Yeah, test some stuff out. Um and actually use Nick as the talent. Um I know. I'll I be know. the live body. Ah. Yeah. So we'll but see what we can create from that dope. trip. I'm so excited for it. You've been to Joshua Tree. You must have been to Joshua Sorry. Tree, right? Because you've never been I in the two years you were here? Yeah. Sorry, when you said shooting, you mean firearms or film? Film. Because that's a valid question. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to be shooting film. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thought you were talking about firing guns. Right. Uh, cool. Neil is out here to <laughs> yeah. film a wedding. Mm-hmm. Not, I knew not that. shoot away. No, no, I knew <laughs> that. Out here to film one. When you said, "Oh, we're gonna go out in the desert and shoot," I was like, "Valid." That makes sense. Valid. Oh, yeah, that would be cool too, though. I've never <laughs> done that. Like, is that even legal in California? I think if you get, if you think if you get further and far enough away from anything, anywhere, okay. it's it's probably yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The rules are there ain't no rules. I could bring my bow if we wanted to. <laughs> That would be interesting. That could yeah, be fun. I, mean, I don't have any firearms here, but um, I have my bow, so we can. Anyway, bring sorry it. to derail. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go shoot in the desert and and camp, which I'm fucking stoked about. How many days are you all camping? Also because just one night. Yeah, just okay. overnight. Yeah. yeah, I'm going camping this weekend too. Um, our company does like an annual thing. Well, I guess it's only the second time doing that, mm-hmm. but I guess that it's annual. Now it's annual. Uh, like I think Ventura area. Okay. Uh, last year we were up near Santa Barbara, so this year I think we're a little closer to Ventura. Um, I, I don't know what, where exactly, but last year was awesome because we um, had this larger section of the campground all to ourselves. Uh, they had a taco caterer that they paid for to come up to our campsite. Oh, yeah. Are we Dude, doing just, it? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so we were just like pounding tacos, and then there's the cliff, and then... It, right down the other side of the cliff was the ocean. So we would just like drink beers, eat all day, go swim in the ocean, repeat. It was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're doing that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Nice. Hopefully it's near the water. Is it camping, camping? Tent? Oh, I'm in a tent, yeah. Nice. Yeah. What kind of camping are we doing? A tent? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're camping, camping. Like just Got parking our car somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. The cool thing about Joshua Tree, and I can't believe you've not been. Yeah, I haven't Because been. it's like the most. I haven't either, actually. Just from like a, what? I know. I The reason I, and it's not like because I know you both personally. I'm like, I can't believe that Neil, of all people, yeah. hasn't been to Joshua Tree. I'm just, I, I'm just surprised because it's the most... LA place to go. What yeah, person sure. doesn't have like 
pitch like random like Instagram sh- shots of them on a rock in Joshua Tree or like next to trees. That's true. That's the LA Instagram checklist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> the pink wall in Joshua Tree. Blowing my mind. I'm yeah. so stoked that I'm going with a professional photographer. <laughs> and I go and um, we might be renting a car. Or yeah, we're trying to work. On, I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> What's the what's the what's I'm the idea? I'm hoping to get a Ford Mustang. You know, something cool that we can just put out in the desert somewhere. Dope. I don't know. It's just like the things I see for for inspiration is all only through Instagram. So I've been trying to look, putting Palm Springs in, looking through the location tags, and all of that. But um, yeah, maybe get like a Ford Mustang with a cool color, retro color, or some kind, and then. Just have that in the desert or next to some cool buildings. And let's try to create something from that. We could break out the drone and drive. The drone and drive. Oh, shit. That would be cool. Yeah, I did that in the Big Island once. Like, it's just big lava fields. And oh, we did that cool. with a, a Jeep and just kind of burn, like, just through the dirt fields. Peeling out? Yeah, peeling and, out. Oh, so dope. I have experience and it's pretty hard, like, controlling the drone from the passenger seat while someone else oh, is driving bet. yeah because yeah, it's like shaking all over and then the, you're trying to like control on the screen um i actually almost hit a, a sign in the middle of nowhere <laughs> but i have the footage too um <laughs> but i i eventually pulled up and i was like oh shit <laughs> it almost got blasted and it was on sport mode so sport mode means the sensors are turned off on the drone oh so it would have just got whacked <laughs> damn yeah is like sport mode, like because I've seen people race drones. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, people race them like pod what? racers. They're called the FPV, like they're using the goggles. But I haven't raced what? those. I haven't fl- flown those yet. Doesn't that seem so fun though? <laughs> it's like an art, just an RC plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're just the size of your palm. You know, okay. they, they just fly around stadiums and like have to go through like a little checkpoint type things. Yeah. Oh, it's so oh, sick. I'm kind of down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping. I, we talked about uh, getting a motorcycle too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to get there early and just go to the rental space and see what they have available. And if I can rent a motorcycle and we can mm-hmm. have a motorcycle in addition to yeah. a Mustang, that would be sick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're gonna have so much fun. And Neil is this weekend. Neil has Neil has a family. He's got a wife, two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that you're here, if you don't yeah. mind me saying it, you're a little free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's less responsibilities. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's just as many worries, but there's less responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have fun. Yeah, we'll have um, a good time. It's gonna desert. be a good. It's a work trip but it's also kind of a vacation and yeah just kind of catching up with with nick and other friends as well um see what i can put into my schedule uh, after palm springs i'm gonna visit my brother in vegas he lives there now um yeah i haven't seen his house yet but try to go there for a day then, oh dope yeah and uh, we'll see what happens after that yeah <laughs> and our buddy eman your best friend he just moved back from um, from Vegas here to L.A. Yeah, I just found out today uh, after I got on the plane. I didn't know he already moved back here to Redondo Beach out in the on the west side. Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully we can all link up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the plan. Get something to eat. That'd be fucking mm-hmm. dope. So while we've got a native Hawaiian here, 
Native Hawaiian. I need wait, you to explain. I apologize, I need you to explain guys. to me the, the Native Hawaiian thing, because I, because well, because like I'm, and I know there's definitely a difference because there's a lot. There's a different. There's a straight up different culture that goes with it. But I would consider mm-hmm. myself like a Native Michigander because I was mm-hmm. born and raised there. Yeah. Um, Hawaii was, and it, it was its own country. It's yeah. own, you know, territory, territory, territory yeah. and and in a lot of ways it kind of still is, and because to my knowledge they had a, it was it had their own stolen. Yeah, I guess oh, yeah. you'd say that. Yeah. And, um, so what? Can you explain to me how I fucked up the Native Hawaiian part? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I love Hawaii. Please, please I wanna, this place. I've seen enough so. videos of Dahui out there. <laughs> I don't want to like get fucked up the next time I go there. Yeah, uh, so Native Hawaiian means uh, you have, like, Native Hawaiian blood. So to the equivalent of that is, uh, I guess you would say, American Indians okay. that were here on the tribes and all, or, like, yeah, their tribes. Um, that's what you would call, uh, they'll be equivalent in Hawaii as a Native Hawaiian, that they have Hawaiian blood in them. Uh, Hawaii is part of the Polynesian, uh, is part of Polynesia, and it's just one of the, Island, uh, yeah, islands in Polynesia. Um, you have other places like Samoa. Um, I guess New Zealand is a part of that, and all these other tiny islands. But uh, there are there were Native Hawaiians before it was uh, overthrown. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say uh, by the U.S. government or U.S. <laughs> U.S. businessmen. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> from from my history that I've learned. Well, it was first um, it was like. like uh, was it Captain Cook or something? Yeah, that this is way he before there, yeah, Captain Cook. And then he was like, everyone's a cannibal or something is what uh-huh. he was saying. And then the Hawaiians oh, um, killed him and ate him. <laughs> so he's right. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that's... that's yeah. And then at that's some point... Happened. Jesus. I think it was, a, it was due to World War II, I think, that um, the United States had a base there. And Hawaii yeah. at that point was still its own territory. Its well, own thing. so I believe before, like the very last, um, the last decade of the what we call it, nineteenth century. So like eighteen nineties mm-hmm. is when I think that's when Hawaii was overthrown, and then uh, and then fast forward, f- what fifty years after that, nineteen forties, it was mm-hmm. was World War Two. So um, a lot has happened in within that fifty years. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I that's that's my. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's accurate, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, because like I think that the whole thing was. I think when Pearl Harbor happened, they weren't a state yet. It was like the equivalent of Puerto Rico, kind of. We had our base there, mm-hmm. and we were in like the, the United States was attacked, but Hawaii itself wasn't a state until like the fifties, I think. Around yeah, like the time that Alaska became right. a state, yeah, and it was like a lot of a lot of the kind of thing was like um, militarily, mm-hmm. it was just like, it's well, over. we need this because yeah. of sure. its position, so sure. like we're making it a state, sure, kind of, yeah. But so, Hawaii, for anyone who's not been, I haven't. I guess is, people, people never been. actually, people might be wondering like, if he's not Native Hawaiian, then what is he? Okay. You know, so, what, hey, what are you, I mean, Neil? I consider myself. I, I guess I, you technically I would be Filipino American or American American Asian that was born in Hawaii because, and you, I guess we would take on that American Asian because, yeah, when I was born in Hawaii, it was already a state. Yeah. So. Cool. <laughs> 
um, I'm Filipino American. <laughs> I guess yeah, Filipino but American Asian. Yeah, right. and um, yeah, there's still a lot of there's still Native Hawaiians in Hawaii. They're uh, they're <laughs> how how do you say this? Yeah, it just uh, Hawaii is very mixed now. Like there's a lot of Asian cultures there. Um, that's why when actually when people come from the mainland here, the states, mm-hmm. they come to Hawaii, they they're kind of surprised that there's a lot of Asians there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So walking around Waikiki, there's a lot of just tourists. <laughs> yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, Waikiki just reminds me of Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's the equivalent of, okay. of it. Yeah. When I was there for your wedding, which was beautiful. If you want to go into detail about that, where where'd you get married? Actually, yeah, we, I got married at a, a iconic hotel called the Royal Hawaiian, and it's the oh, only pink, pink hotel, and I think it was one of the first or second hotels built in Waikiki. So it's a historical building. Um, yeah, and we got married there, right there on the lawn in the back which is facing the beach and you can see diamond head from there oh my god um yeah it was amazing i was glad to have nick come over uh from our buddy e-man who's a flight attendant got him over there um yeah that was just amazing memories. how long ago was that something now? else that, that was five years ago that was five years Holy ago 2014 oh my god yeah, i thought i was gonna say two years <laughs> No. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a while since I've seen Nick. Yeah, I haven't actually <laughs> seen you since then, I don't think. It's been a while. Yeah, wow. damn. It's been a long time. Because I remember you taking that trip. I was like, oh, it was probably two years ago. That was, oh, really? That was such a blast. Time it flies, feels like man. it, though. Mm-hmm. It really does. No, I, I want to, um, um, yeah, build on that, too. Um, I think me and Nick built that connection early on because he knew about this movie called The North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what? an awful movie. It's, it's <laughs> awful. For surfers, North Shore is the place. What is this? And like, <laughs> if you grew up in Hawaii, like we we used to go over to our friends' houses and you know just watch, just pop in North Shore on VHS and just watch the movie. We memorize every line. Okay, it's so, one of my favorite movies. So when we met, Why when I so met bad? Nick, he just knew a couple of the lines, and yeah. Wait, what, what, what's it about? Like you break your stick, you shred so bad. <laughs> yeah, I hear he went hot ripper. He went bad shredder, yeah. He busted his stick, he shred so bad. Is it about surfing or something? Yeah. Yeah, it is about surfing. Do and, you want to tell him what Nick, the whole he, story is? He's a Howley, right? He's <laughs> yeah. a white guy. Hey, Howley. Hi. Howley to you, too. Yeah, <laughs> and he knew about that. But if you watch North Shore, it's just about this... Um, it's about this white guy from Arizona... Who's who surfs in a man-made, man-made wave Rick, area? Rick Kane. Yeah, Rick Kane is his name. <laughs> Rick Kane is determined to make his dream come true. And so his dream was to go to Hawaii, to the North Shore, because he, he just won the competition in Arizona, <laughs> where there's no cool. beaches there. <laughs> oh my God. This is like 1988 or something. Yeah, like. I gotta 80s. see this movie. It's yeah. such an 80s movie. Super is there cheesy. anyone like recognizable in it? Um, uh, what was the the one actress? Nia yeah. Peoples was maybe the biggest name in it. It's there's a whole Is bunch it really of like corny. Yeah, it's super corny. Yeah. yeah, but it's but like I was grew up in Michigan, but I've mm-hmm. been infatuated with with surf culture, and I'm a terrible surfer. But 
that movie and like I knew a lot of I didn't know personally but I recognize a lot of the surfers that are in that movie they got a lot of real surfers to be in it yeah. like oh, people cool. that especially Hawaiians would know but all surfers would know like Laird Hamilton yeah. is in it and some of the Australians Aussie's um, in it yeah um, Jerry Lopez is in it and which then is a local Hawaii surfer yeah, yeah Jerry's Jerry a, a legend mm-hmm um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's pretty much about Rick Kane going to Hawaii, surfing on the North Shore, and he thinks he's big shot, but everyone's laughing <laughs> at him because he doesn't have the right board with the right fins. Twenty, no one rod twin fins in Hawaii. And um, they just kind of like there's an etiquette you need to learn. You need to have respect before you come here and surf. Yeah, you got to respect the locals and. You know, you can't just drop in on surfers, every man yeah. for themselves kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to learn the hard way. And I love this description. Yeah, so it sounds so 80s. He falls in love. Just, he falls in love with, you know, the local chick that, that is tied to the local gang of called the Hui. Which is this, real. You know, they're, real like, yeah. they're real. This sounds like, um, shit, what was that skateboard movie? Um, oh, uh Wild in the streets. Is it rad? No, no, no. Oh, that was a BMX. Before, before Brink, right? No, yeah. It no, was Brink. Happening. It's not Brink. Uh, Team not, Papa not, not roller skating. Oh shit! Hold on. Is it grind? Not grinding. Um, Wait, the skateboard movie. Yeah, it's got a uh, Josh Brolin in it. Josh Brolin when he was like a teenager. Yeah. Or something? Hold oh, on. Dude. All right, you guys keep talking. Seth I'm Green was he in? But it's Seth Green. That'd been nuts. <laughs> um, but that movie was awesome and i would just sit there yeah. in the in the frozen tundra and just watch that movie and just mm-hmm. dream about like i was thrashing thrashing have you seen thrashing no i haven't it literally seen that sounds one. like the exact plot of what you guys are talking about <laughs> yeah looks like the same era. out of same town guy is that alicia silverstone in... i don't think so <laughs> i think it's like a wannabe yeah, so out wannabe. of town but what where does it out of town guy Who's like the California surfer looking type, gets in with this like falls in love with the chick who's like in the, like the punk gang, and has to prove himself. He's only ever done like, you know, like uh, fucking like skate park kind of stuff, but they do downhill stuff, mm. and he, he's not <clears throat> tough enough, and he has to like prove himself. <laughs> yeah, it does look like it's, that. it's exactly <laughs> hey, the same. Hey, thrashing. The tagline is it's not a kid's game anymore. It's not a kid's game anymore. Ooh, this is for adults Dude, now. Dude, you guys got to watch Thrashing. I need to watch North Shore. I yeah. would I would love to, to be your uh your spirit, Wait, there's a TV show too? That movie. There's a TV show too? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little later. That's that, that can't be the same story though. That's not though. the same one. It's just girls with their boobies out. Yeah, it's, that's not the same. <laughs> that's not the same. North thing. Shore is real. It's a real movie. It tells you real life experience so north shore is just the region that movie poster looks just there the we same go that's right thrashing yeah it's amazing but surf what's so the tagline that's, that's neo peoples north shore the peak the dream the ultimate test yeah <laughs> dude so hell yeah the baddie in north shore is a guy named laird hamilton who's like a personal mm. hero of mine like icon the guy's, it, like, i think he's, he can't do yeah. wrong in my eyes he's, he's a, a legit surfer, surfer yeah Champion? Was he a champ? I don't think he ever surfed on the tour, which is ironic because oh, wow. he was in the movie. Supposed yeah. to be like this bad ass. Yeah. He uh, was the guy to knock off. Yeah, you know? he was this asshole movie. who wasn't into what they call yeah. in the movie soul surfing. 
He wasn't. He wasn't a soul surfer. Yeah, soul surfer. What does soul surfing mean? And that's what. <laughs> that's how soul skating, right? Wasn't there like soul in Brinks? Brink, Brinks. What does soul right? surfing mean? It just means it. It means you don't do it for the money, man. <laughs> you, you do it for yeah, the soul. Yeah, you do it for the love. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called Soul Surfer? Probably. Yeah. It sounds, no, sounds I think like there it. is. I'm looking Probably. this shit up too. But yeah, um, dude, Dennis Quaid was in it. There's a there's a fucking the shark um, bitter. Oh, oh yeah, Bethany Hamilton. Bethany Hamilton. That's She's a legit. Story. She's a legit surfer. Oh wait, no wait. Is that a different movie? No, I think it's her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. she. He was the this dad. This person portrays. Oh shit, Helen Hunt's in it too. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. This chick portrays. Uh, yeah, soul surfer dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, wait, what was that other movie? Soul something. <laughs> soul skaters. No, oh, that's soul. not it. Oh shit, the cover. Oh man, it was like a reddish. Is it a surf movie? Yeah. Crush? Something, something crush. Oh, yeah. Blue Crush. Blue Crush! Yeah. Yeah. So the guy, the surf coach on Blue Crush was this actor named John Philbin, who Neil might know this, but he's the dude who plays Turtle in North Shore. Who's like my favorite character ever. You mean Turtle in in North Shore? No. The original turtle. There's another turtle? Yeah. Yeah. 1988's turtle. Yeah. That's with, uh, what's so, her name? The so Mexican hot. chick. Uh, Latina chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Fast she always, and Furious. She always looks angry. Rodriguez. Michelle yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Kate Bosworth. Yummy. Mm. So, so John Philbin <laughs> is turtle. One of my favorite characters ever. One of, like, that character, if I ever meet John, I'll tell him this, but that character is... One of the main reasons I was just like, I want to do that. That mm-hmm. looks so fucking fun. He's a, like, he's you want to do his role? Yeah. Like, be the, like, I want to help her. Yeah. The like, friend. if they were yeah. ever to make a North Shore 2, I would do whatever I could do to mm-hmm. get in the room to audition to be Turtle. Oh my and God. I can totally see that because honestly, <laughs> when I met you and I was like making, drawing the comparisons, like, yeah, you got. You can give that vibe. turtle vibe. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Turtle vibe. So turtle is actually a howley. He's a white guy that lives in. But he's, he's he speaks. He's Asian, been in right? Hawaii. Yeah, but he he's like been integrated. What do you call it when you're just like I don't know acclimated to the to the local language. Yeah, he's brought. Vernacular. He's part of it. Yeah. So he's kind of you know helping him out. He just met he um, turtle met Rick Kane at a party somewhere. And he kind of just showed him the ropes that like you can't just do all kinds of things and all of that. And he happened to also be a shaper for surfing. Yeah. And yeah. So. Damn. And Rick just kind of like slowly gets into the game mm-hmm. and starts becoming a real surfer. A soul surfer. Jesus Christ. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but it's, it, one of the cool things about that movie is it definitely as corny as a movie is, it hits on the aspect of respect that's so important Mm -hmm. in Hawaiian culture which brings me to the telescope that they're putting in Mm -hmm. and it's called TMT um, stands for a 30 meter telescope and so what it is is um, I don't know there's interests of people that want to or interest in people and businesses that want to build a that 30 meter telescope on the top of Mauna Kea which is on the island of Hawaii Island, which is the biggest island and the youngest island, which 
also only has has the uh, active volcano on, but it's not. Um, there's no lava right now. But they wanna. So there's a mountain peak up there that they wanna build a thirty meter thirty meter telescope on. Yeah. Well, what if what have you heard about that? Anyway? Well, I've heard that it's the actual site itself is supposed to be super symbolic to Native Hawaiians, especially, but like anyone who lives there, like. Um, like it's, I, I thought, and I hope I'm not just butchering <clears throat> what I'm remembering, but mm-hmm. I thought it's essentially a burial ground for. Yeah, um, I, to the Hawaii, Native Hawaiians, it's like a sacred, sacred area because it is at the top of the mountains. It's I think it's symbolic of like being closer to the gods mm. um, because it's so high, and uh, there actually there's actually other telescopes there. So this isn't the very first one, mm-hmm. but the the native Hawaiians or just the local people also are angry because they don't upkeep the old telescopes, and now they want to build a bigger one at the at the peak on the top. So that's why they're against it. And surprisingly, I mean, I mean, yeah, this is like a pretty big movement that's happened. There's nothing like it before. Yeah, where um, they went up. Uh, Hawaiians went up there, up to the mountain, and protested. Uh, yeah, the trucks um, that would go up there to build the telescope. So it's been I don't know how many months now, but it was earlier this year since it started. I actually just came this past weekend back at home in Hawaii. There was a protest in Waikiki, so they closed all the roads off, and then oh shit, sure. hundreds and over the thousands thing? of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. are these the like gigantic structures? Or? It's a th- with the thirty meter telescope. It's yeah. the biggest telescope in the world. Yeah, so you know Jeez. when you see like a mountaintop and there's like these globe looking things and they just open up like a Griffith window. Park. Yeah, 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 Griffith Park. Yeah, Griffith Damn. Observatory. So. It's that, but way bigger. Mm-hmm. So is it like science research or what are they using? That's yeah, it. research. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, people would probably be disappointed in me. I don't know a lot about this, but um, yeah, some people are. You know, they, they, I mean, Native Hawaiians believe in science as well because right. If you think about it, they they were they used explorers. it to get to the island. If you watch Mo, the movie Moana, yeah, like they had to navigate on the the canoes through stars with so that's what their whole whole thing is that they don't use technology they only use you know like their um environment and navigating through stars interesting throughout the whole pacific through the pacific ocean yeah yeah so that i mean some people are there they they support science but kind of at a a what cost type thing yeah it's got a lot of shades of standing rock if you remember that, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. really similar. Just yeah. a lot of native people are just kind of like they're fed up with it, and yeah. justifiably so. I don't. I think from my standpoint, I, I I'm not in a position. I don't think to say one is right and one is wrong, science or mm-hmm. natives. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting. It's very very interesting. In one of the um, biggest advocates is um, sorry, his name always Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah. The Aquaman. I hear you can talk to fish. Aquaman, yeah, yeah Jason Wall, who's doing, killing yeah. it right now, you know, in movies. Yeah. Um, he's one of the most outspoken about TMT. Like, don't build it there. I think he was in front of some kind of board or 
like environmental um, hearing and um, yeah so he's been he went and visited um, but yeah he, I think he's like a big name voice that's in support of of you know what the Native Hawaiians stand for so damn because yeah, he I, himself I, yeah. is Native Hawaiian yeah. so yeah yeah well Partly, right? Part, yeah, partly. Because I think he was born in Iowa or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's got it. He's got it in his blood, and he's. I think he's been over there a whole bunch. But mm-hmm. I gotta know about this Clippers fandom. <laughs> How long have you been a Clippers fan? You don't hear that's that a lot. I feel like that's interesting. No, but I think a lot of Hawaiians are either Clippers fans or Golden State. Right? There's not no, many LA fans. There's not a lot of Clipper fans in. Hawaii. Oh no! I mean, it's the same thing. You'd be surprised how strong Laker, Laker Nation is. Really? Um, that's actually the, one of the reasons why I didn't, I didn't, you know, side with the Lakers, because um, I grew up, you know, I started watching basketball since like I don't know 1995 when I could play Super Nintendo and play yeah. NBA Live '95. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like, dude, my team was, you know, at that time was the Utah Jazz, Stockton and Malone, and I was actually I was in a Jordan fan. <laughs> So I'm wow. always against the green. You were a jazz yeah, fan? Yeah, wow. in the 90s. Oh my god. So that was my Hot very take. first team. Hot and take. no one else was jazz fans, you know. Like, yeah, nobody was a jazz people would, fan. People would, like, my cousins would tease me, oh, are you Mormon or what? Like, no, I just support the jazz, dude. Um, yeah, I like Carl Malone and John Stockton. I thought they were the greatest duel to, you know, make the pick and roll famous and all of that. Um, so growing up, I had a lot of cousins. So, yeah, I have a lot of cousins, actually. I'm the youngest. So my mother has, um, she has 11, or 8, sorry, 8 siblings. Holy right? shit. And she's the youngest of, of her siblings. So I'm, I'm the, and I'm the youngest of, um, me and my brother. And so all those cousins I grew up with in Hawaii, they wow. all, they're all Laker fans, you know. <laughs> we all watch basketball. They, they, they all love the Lakers, and I just like, no, nah, I don't, I don't like the Lakers. <laughs> um, but I want to fast forward to 2010 when I actually became a Clipper fan. It was 2010 when uh, my wife, uh, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, she was, she was going to school up here in Pepperdine. And I said, we got to choose a team now that we're living in the main, we're living in California. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to support, I was in San Francisco at the time. I don't want to support the Warriors because they, I thought they They're trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they were trash before that, yeah. before they started winning all these championships. Yeah. And I used to go to Warrior games to watch the other team and yeah. cheer for the other team. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this was like, what, 2010, 2008, 2010? Yeah. yeah 2009. Um. And then 2010, I said, um, I was visiting my um, Marsha a lot at that time, so we got to go to we got to go to Clippers game, <laughs> even though they yeah. sucked, you know. And they yeah that whole Donald Sterling era, and then but I wanted to support the Clippers because Blake Griffin that was his first rookie season. Mm-hmm. He was drafted in for the 2009 season, mm-hmm. but he didn't play till 2010, and that's when Clippers were starting to get some name. He, we started winning games and we still didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Drop <laughs> City. Yeah. yeah. So the, I remember that's when I became a fan. Um, so I was a f- fan before they even started making to the playoffs. <laughs> you feel good about this year? And now you're stoked. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really good about this year. Um, the, way, the way it's gone, the last 
nine years. Fun guy. Yeah, fun guy. We got Kawhi. <laughs> I just saw him a few days ago in Hawaii because they played a preseason game up there. Oh, shit. Yeah. You went to the game? I went to the game. Oh, dope. Yeah, we went down to the floor and just, you know, took some IG stories while um, second half was starting. Kawhi was yawning the whole time because <laughs> he's bored. He'd rather be on the floor, you know? Yeah. So, it's hilarious. Yeah, it was good to see Kawhi and PG on the bench and uh, seeing the new team. I'm going to be competitive this year. Yeah. You'll have, so. you'll have great defense, too. I want to yeah. point out something yeah. interesting, though. Um, remember the movie Drive? I love that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Clippers so, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. What, Blake what, Griffin's what even was, mentioned that, What right? was all yeah. of that about? Because um, he, they didn't make the playoffs yet, but in the radio, if you listen to it, they, they make the playoffs. Oh, and then the really? next, oh, yeah. Just after the, I don't know if it was the season right after, they made the playoffs. Like, Inbound to Bayless. Takes a rush shot. Blocked by Griffin. It's not going to go. Griffin gets the rebound. Time winding down. Four. So it was kind of creepy. It was like, do you think it's all rigged? Do you think that I don't know? Do you think that the maybe people they, that control Hollywood they, control pro sports? Yeah. <laughs> I think they may have put it in as kind of like a little like funny thing, just because. No offense. Yeah. The Clippers have always been like the stepbrother. You know. Well, you yeah. know what I'm gonna say? So the, I bet you it was easier to get the rights for Clippers than it was the that Lakers. Too. Oh, <laughs> that too. it's probably. And then no, it just I happened agree. that they made it the next year. So I yeah. think that's probably more of it. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah, no because offense. That was the opening scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, uses he does the crowd the, to get away. He does the uh, his that job and then drops those guys off, right? And then uh, hides his car, pulls up to the parking, mm-hmm. and then puts on a Clippers hat and uh, takes his jacket off and flips it around. And uh, wow. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. The movie rips. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who noticed that, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah, he put the radio station on. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, Blake Griffin scores. Or yeah. or and then isn't like that, that how he gets away because Staples Center? Uh, everyone's the, getting the let out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's getting yeah. let out. Yeah. All right, Neil. Well, I'm fucking stoked that you're here. I'm stoked to create some shit in the desert with you Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do people find you on social media? Um, yeah, so I own a video production company in Hawaii called Motion and Story. So you can find me at, at Motion and Story. Um, that's where I put my professional stuff. And or if you want to follow my personal account, it's also it's at, at Neil Norman N E I L N O R M A N. Yeah, you guys can find me there on Instagram. Which is kind of a, uh, sorry, I gotta point this out. Neil, I, w- I wanted to buy the website neilnorman.com, yeah. but it's been, uh, it's been bought out for like, for a year, for a decade, for a decade at least, <laughs> because the guy who composed the sci fi sound, uh, the sci fi soundtrack, his name is Neil Norman. That asshole. Yeah. Wait, wait, what song? <laughs> The yeah. sci- for sci-fi. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone. Oh, sci-fi. Twilight. Why was it sci-fi? Twilight. Twilight Zone. Yeah, for the uh, oh, soundtrack shit. for Twilight Zone. His name is the composer is Neil Norman. So I haven't been able to buy that domain. He's got to be ever. old, so one of these days, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll become available. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, good hanging out with you guys. Yeah. This is my oh, yeah. first podcast actually, so it was a good experience. Oh yeah. Hey, where are you guys going?
Holly. Hi. Holly to you too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. Beat it, Holly, buddy. This is our wave. Oh, yeah? But I don't see your name on him. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Neil Norman LaRoya, for flying all the way from Hawaii. Just to do the podcast. And just, <laughs> just to do the podcast. EJOJ. What? Just off the jet. Hey, that like FOB, huh? Fresh off the boat. Mahalo. I like saying it. It's mahalo. Mahalo, mahalo. But mahalo and alejo to all of the homies in Hawaii. I want to go so bad to Hawaii. Shit. Some outros. Happy Halloween, folks. It's coming up. I don't know. Yeah, this will be out before then. Happy Halloween. It'll be out before Halloween, for sure. Make sure you have a fun costume. Eat some candy. Stay away from the razor blades and the candy. Don't eat razor blades. Uh, if you had one candy bar, what would it be, Nick? Reese's peanut butter cups. I count those as candy bars. Nice. Mine's Milky Way. Boom. Ooh. Okay. You know what I used to do with the Milky Ways back in the day? What's that? I used to like nibble the chocolate coating off of it so there was just a bar of mellow fluff. Whoa. Or whatever or that nougat is. nougat or whatever? Yeah. Nice. And then you just I like Snickers the, too. Do you like Snickers? Put the in your mouth and it kind of like kind of like disintegrates. It kind of does what? It kind of <laughs> What's your favorite fruity candy? Starburst. Starburst is great. Yeah, guys, uh, I had to get that in. I forgot. I wanted to ask you Halloween stuff first. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to check out more stuff, we're at Another Shitty Pod on Instagram. If you'd like to be on the pod, hit us up. We'd love to have you. If there's anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Um, otherwise, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere that podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Music, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Your mama's house. Anywhere. Oh, um, and happy Halloween, Lolo Jones. <laughs>